Welcome to the Project Management Show with your host, Scotty Bud Melvin. This podcast features renowned project management professionals. They'll be sharing their insights on what it takes to achieve project success and their lessons learned along the way. Now, with another Project Management Show, here's Scotty Bud Melvin. Hello, and thank you for checking out the Project Management Show. Today, brought to you by Black Rock Resources. You can find them at blackrockres.com. Make sure to check back for more Project Management Show podcasts at our website at projectmanagementshow.com. Today, we have Eric Engel with us. He's an IT professional with 20 years consulting experience. He's got a bachelor's with a concentration on management information systems from Cal Poly Tech University at San Luis Obispo. He's a member of the Project Management Institute. Last 15 years, he spent with Capgemini, which we hope to talk about a little bit here. His experience primarily around systems implementations, and he's served over 20 Fortune 1000 clients across aerospace and defense, utilities, high tech, automotive, oil and gas, real estate, and biotech industries. I love it. Eric, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me, Scotty. You bet. Can we talk about Capgemini? That's what you're doing now, right? Correct. I'm with Capgemini at the moment. Let's talk about that. For those who don't know, give us an overview. So Capgemini is a large-scale systems integrator, a lot like uh, an IBM or an Accenture or Deloitte, one of the big five consulting firms that many folks have referred to them in the past. All right. Let's get into uh, my favorite, well, one of my favorite questions. We always uh, get different answers when we ask everyone how they got into project management because it usually starts with a chuckle or a goofy story. Is it the same with you? Yeah, you, you hit that the nail on the head, absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this, this goes back to early in the career when I got uh, dropped into a project as an individual contributor and, on one phase of a project, and naturally that expanded. You know, the, my boss came to me and said, hey, you want to take on the next challenge? I said, sure, I'd love it. Let's do it. Um, so the roles got bigger. Um, it got me experience across all the phases of a typical project implementation lifecycle, uh, ultimately to become a PM. So uh, that that sounds really quick and fast and dirty that that happened, but that that took several years, five to seven yeah. years of, of getting getting in the trenches and rolling up my sleeves and doing some of that stuff. And in the last several years of my career, um, I've really been defining policies and procedures that PMs follow uh, for program level types of large scale multi-year engagements. Hmm. All right. Uh, did you have over the years anyone you would consider a mentor? Sure, I've come across a number of people. No, no one person that stuck with me, yeah. um, you know, year over year per se. Mm-hmm. But um, I've, I've never felt I've been the smartest guy in the room. But I've always uh, prided myself in being a very careful listener. Um, so I've, I've gathered what I call nuggets from different people over the years. Uh, in some cases, you know. Uh, People say, "Hey, new beginnings," and uh, you know, I was talking to someone, and they're getting they're a new pro- new individual coming into a project, and I say, "What do you mean by new beginnings?" And um, I coincidentally had been talking to this uh, in- engagement leader, and he was saying, "Well, I understand that resource X is a, a little rough around the edges, but I'm giving him a new beginning." And so, think things like that have have stuck with me from in- from the people I've come across, the paths I've crossed, the people mm-hmm. to. Um, really appreciate uh, a different approach than perhaps what my, my tendency might be. Uh, the other thing, too, is uh, obviously my coaches, uh, going way back to my high school uh, uh, sports days, teaching me, you know, the, the importance of doing hard work. And then um, my dad, you know, a job worth doing is 
a job worth doing well. I think mm-hmm. that one's that one stuck with me for many, many years, and I and I pride myself on that. And try and sell that in my children. Sure. Let's get a little deeper into what you're working on today. So t- today, um, I'm I've uh, been really really excited about working on just effective messaging. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, in today's in today's environment where everyone's got some sort of gadget, whether it's an iPad Mini, iPad, you know, whatever the situation is, and, and everyone's buried under emails, I'm just trying to work to be very, very concise about getting an effective message across. And and it's easier said than done. Uh, when I talk when I talk to my kids, they'll ask me a question and I'll I'll do my best to answer that question. And my wife will look at me and she'll say, nice try, and we'll get a chuckle out of it. <laughs> because it, it, it's tough to do sometimes, and it really applies in the workplace because, again, you're distracted by so many things, retaining someone's attention or getting someone's attention today is so tough. So mm-hmm. effective messaging, effective communication is always a, a work in progress in, in my in my space. For sure. What about uh, challenges? Uh, I'm guessing that's one challenge there. Can you think of any others maybe uh, over the last few years and how you reacted? Oh yeah, there, there's there's been a few. Um, pro- probably probably one that's good to share with folks is um, having been on a project where there's been multiple months of contract negotiations and a lot of dialogue has transpired. You know, one party asking for X, another party saying, "Here's what we can deliver by Y," and getting getting through that contract, getting to a signature, being awarded the work, and now it's time to get the job done and deliver whatever the expectation was for folks and the scope of work. And you find that uh, the people you're working with don't have an understanding of what the contract really has in it, or they've provided inputs to pieces of the contract. And so um, it presents a pretty big challenge because you're, you're trying to go one direction. They're thinking maybe something else from a conversation that took two or three months ago. And so the way we typically handle it, the way I've handled it in the past is doing what I call a contract 101 session, which is essentially a larger meeting or a group of smaller meetings, really just to align folks mm-hmm. and say, hey, guys, here's what we're setting out to do. And it's not contentious because it's early. You're getting to know people. And, and that really does a good job of laying the foundation for future conversations when it's like, well, Mary said that we needed X. And, I, you know, it's easier to have that conversation and say, well, do you remember when we talked about and, oh, right, right. So um, for me, uh, walking into a situation where there's a higher expectation than perhaps it was sold uh, and being able to manage that down to ultimately have alignment between what we're, what we're delivering and what they're getting uh, has been a challenge for me in the past. How about trends? Do you see any emerging trends coming in the way that the projects are managed? Well, I'm not sure if it's a trend, but, um, you know, the days of, some multi-year engagement, 18 to 24 months, what we call in, in, in our air, in our space, the big bang uh, approach of functionality. I think we're seeing less and less of that. Uh, folks are moving more to an agile methodology, which is, you know, being able to take off, take, take away bite-sized chunks and deliver on those. Uh, it just makes sense for the business because they're seeing, they're seeing value uh, on a more frequent basis. They understand what IT is bringing to the table in an organization, and mm-hmm. they're not sitting there saying, where, where, "Where am I dumping all this money? What am I doing with that money?" <laughs> uh, they're getting to see. They're getting to see that. And um, and then the other thing too is, business priorities change. 
so you have that you're, you have that ability to be agile and uh, and continue to meet what the business is looking for versus the longer term project. So longer term to shorter term is definitely something that we're seeing, whether it's a trend or not. Um, I'll leave that to the experts, but uh, that's that's what I see a lot of. Mm-hmm. What about uh, making decisions? Can you think of maybe the most difficult decisions you've made in the last couple of years and how you came to that? Yeah, it's really the tough decisions um, aren't so much you know functionality driven with a systems implementation or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It typically revolves around personnel. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had I've had a situation or two where I've had cultural differences where. Uh, in certain cultures, females leading males has been very difficult. And so I've had to really take a look at what, what the impact is over the long term for the project and, and determine what to do. And so it, I've had to remove resources that were good, but not a good fit for the project. And I think you'll hear that from a lot of project managers, getting a lay of the landscape early on, understanding who your strong players are um, and getting the most out of them is key. And so there's been some tough decisions that, I've had to face in that regard in the mm-hmm. past. Uh, why do you think Why do you think projects succeed or fail? Maybe you've got an example. Oh yes. Um, so it's always good to have a vision, someone who can articulate that vision and um, and execute on it. And so a lot of times, uh, first and foremost, people just don't have a clear sense of what they want to do. Um, so they they're just not aligned on a clear vision. Mm-hmm. Um, Communication is also key. Um, a lot of times you'll sit in a room and, you know, you'll have uh, end users or stakeholders, as we call them, asking questions like, hey, am I going to get X, Y, and Z functionality in my new system? And and the answer typically is yes. And so um, a lot of times that sometimes does a disservice because yes is a truthful answer, but not necessarily a completely accurate answer. And so you get down to a phase of the project where you're doing end, end user testing, which means that same person that asked you that question gets to bang a little bit at the system and the keyboard and understand things. All of a sudden you get the, well, that's not what I asked for. <laughs> and, and so it, it just brings about a little bit of misalignment. So um, communication is key. Alignment in terms of the, the, the overall objective is key in terms of what you want to do. I, I, I see that a lot. In some cases you can have a, a really sound solution, but if you don't have uh, sponsorship from the top and messages coming down saying, hey, this is a priority, this is important, and here's why it's important, um, I've seen a lot of projects fail. Um, you just end up being in an environment where there's so many competing priorities where the people you're, you're trying to get you know, in touch with or talk to to get input, you, know, you go look at their calendar, and it's, it's two weeks out before you can get on their calendar for 30 minutes. And then during that 30 minutes, they might be text messaged four times. And so it's really tough to um, move the ball forward in an environment where you don't have the right um, executive buy-in or sponsorship for projects. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that, one's, that one's probably, to me, the one that bubbles up the most um, to make sure that you're, you're getting the right support uh, across the organization. Because a lot of the times what, the stuff we're doing isn't, isn't easy stuff. It's not a cakewalk. Otherwise, folks would be doing it themselves. And so you really need that that push, that hump from uh, executives uh, or sponsors. Yeah. What uh, kind of qualities do you think make a good leader, a good project manager? Well, someone, someone who's quick on their feet sounds like a quarterback kind of on a football game, right? Someone mm-hmm. who's quick on their feet, a lot of the times is good. Experience is always solid. But um, so, someone who's passionate, relentless, 
um, can articulate, I think I talked about this a little earlier, uh, someone can articulate the scope or vision of what's to be delivered and then can educate and rally folks to get it done. Uh, there's inevitably going to be times when there's going to be a push, you know, there's peaks and valleys across most projects and um, that person's got to be willing to lead by example that they're willing to push when it's time to push. Um, and, th and there's going to be, there's going to be times when you encounter um, some, some, oh, I'll say requests from clients and some of these requests um, aren't always in line with where the direction is you're, you're headed. And so knowing when to push back is, is a, is a nice skill for, leaders to have, and then someone who's honest and someone who listens. Um, I find that folks that are honest, just it just goes a lot further because people see through it typically in my experience. So mm -hmm. someone who's got vision and can execute against it, of course. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, and we're talking with Eric Engel, who's working on Cap Gemini, and we'll be back in just a second. Today's Project Management Show brought to you by Black Rock Resources. Black Rock Resources is a niche professional staffing and consulting services firm specializing in providing project management expertise and engineering talent to the domestic energy industry. What sets us apart from other staffing companies is that our clients benefit from our team approach and are provided with many options to their staffing needs. Whether you're looking for direct hires, contractors, or contract to hire, we can find you qualified candidates for the perfect match. Mike Parker, BlackRock Resources founder and CEO, says, At BlackRock Resources, our mission is to make project managers look good. If you would like to learn more about our specialized staffing services, or if you're interested in joining the team behind the team, then visit BlackRockRes.com. That's BlackRockRes.com to view current available job opportunities or call us today at 724-941-4947 and we can find the perfect fit for you. And we're back on the Project Management Show with Eric Engel and we're going to talk techniques and tools. Talk about some of the things you use to keep yourself organized. Yeah, so the to-do list. The to-do to list can get very long very quick. Mm -hmm. And so what I find myself doing by way of technique at any given day is um, I'm, I try and do a really good job about planning my week and my days and sometimes chugging that into half days um, to be able to understand where I have pockets or windows of time to get things done because in this day and age, it seems like you're in meetings a large portion of the day and then kind of the front side of the morning, maybe during the lunch window and in the evenings, you've got time to address and handle some of the emails. So planning for meetings, um, anticipating what, what the dialogue might be in the course of those meetings, making sure there's tight agendas, um, knowing what outcomes I want to move the ball forward and the direction I want to go. And then if, if it's an open-ended meeting and you're not sure, and sometimes you walk into meetings that are um, without agendas, I, I consider who the audience is going to be and how I might want to influence where, where that dialogue goes. So a, a lot of mental planning, kind of like, uh, you know, a golfer trying to hit a golf shot, right? There's just a mental preparation before going into it. And I, 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 treat, I take some of the same techniques going into my day and my week uh, on a very consistent basis. The yes. other thing, too, I think – oh, go ahead. No, I was going to just ask if you use anything specific. Uh, are you old school? Are you a digital guy? Do you have 85 apps on your phone? <laughs> yeah. So just going just to touch on that. So. Uh, on, on a lot of the projects we use, we have a central repository of our information, whether it be a SharePoint or Jive page, and, and in that we've got our status reports, issues at risk, uh, any change requests. So those, those are some of the tools I've used uh, historically. Mm -hmm. 
my my new kind of geek out tool, uh, which I'm having a lot of fun with, that works when I'm in my home office and I'm not on the road, is um, Alexa. So I've, I'm, I'm a new owner of an Amazon uh, Echo, mm. and that that tool is pretty cool because I can uh, verbally tell that tell Alexa to add a, something to my to do list. And so that's really nice. And I, and I know phones have the, the voice automated feature, mm-hmm. but that just never stuck for me. I don't know why talking into my phone never worked, but when I'm in my home office and I've got the Echo at work. So that tool um, can add to my to-do list and do a number of other things, tell me the weather, travel traffic patterns and things like that. So that's been my latest new uh, geek out tool that I've enjoyed. Cool. I'm checking that one out after we get done here. <laughs> All right. Is there a book that you think everybody's got to read? Maybe somebody just getting into project management? Um, I don't think I have a book that I would steer someone to per se, uh, but with folks who are on projects, uh, and again, a project is something that has a beginning and a finite period of time for, for people that are doing that type of work, and I think people don't realize they're on projects in the general workplace um, more often than not, but um, my, in my experience, trying to pair up with people that you know are doing project management and asking them to go to lunch and sitting down and chatting with them and just asking the questions that you might have and asking them uh, so, somewhere like what we're talking about, how, how you got into project management, I think has been really valuable. So we've had large large projects where we pair up our our junior and our senior resources and, and have them go on a routine lunch uh, on a monthly or quarterly basis hmm. to build out that knowledge. And so, you know, again, time's always a, a factor with, with trying to get some time to read and do all that. But, you know, you got to have lunch at some point in time. you got to eat. And so being able to have sort of a, a structured way to, to talk to people, to interview people, and say, hey, what did you do? What path did you take? And, and the fact of the matter is, like, like you said at the beginning of, the, of, our, of our chat, it starts with a chuckle, and it's just different um, depending on who you ask, the path that folks have taken. Any parting advice for those listening today? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to be, if you want to get, get into project management, the thing I always tell folks is um, to be prepared uh, to be comfortable being uncomfortable hmm. uh, because uh, anything, anything and everything will be thrown at you. Um, it's exciting. No one day is really the same. Obviously there's consistent things that we do, but um, learning to be uncomfortable in an uncomfortable situation is uh, is a skill that you'll hone up if you're going to be a PM. For sure. Well, Eric, thank you so much for the time today. Really appreciated the conversation, and uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate the time. Eric Engel with Cap Gemini, and we thank you for listening today. The Project Management Show brought to you by Black Rock Resources. Find them online at blackrockres.com, and make sure to check back for more Project Management Show podcasts at projectmanagementshow.com. My name is Scotty Bud Melvin. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on The Project Management Show. Here's hoping that your projects are always on schedule and within budget. Catch us next time right here for another Project Management Show.